Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. We are in this interesting little section of the book of Acts where a couple lose their lives because they lied to the church, and more importantly, they lied to the Lord. And in this section, we actually learn quite a bit about the third person in the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Three times, Peter brings up the Holy Spirit. He says that you have lied to the Holy Spirit, Ananias. He equates the Holy Spirit with God when he says, you have lied to God, Ananias. And then he asks Sapphira, why would you test the Holy Spirit, Sapphira? We oftentimes think of the Holy Spirit as some type of abstract, impersonal force that can be summoned at our will. But that is very incorrect theology. The Holy Spirit is fully divine, and he is called God in verse 4. We see that he is very present and active within the life of the church, even when we may not care to realize it. And he can be lied to. You can't lie to an abstract force. So here's what we see. The Holy Spirit is present in Christ's church. You will not deceive him, trick him, or fool him. You will be found out. You know, the text doesn't really say how Ananias and Sapphira die. Was it from shock? Was it an overwhelming sense of guilt? The text is not explicit, but the text is explicit in the church's response. Fear comes over the church, the fear of God, the fear of sinning against God. And even though the text is not explicit, the response of the church seems to leave no doubt as to what they thought happened. The deaths of Ananias and Sapphira were the judgment of God. And as a result, that deep sense of fear raced through the church. Is this good, Cliff, for people to be fearful of God? Well, I would say that if there's one person you bear to be fear fearful of, it's God. Fearful with a knee-knocking fear, a right and biblical fear, even as a believer. It should cause us pause to think of sinning so casually and blatantly before a holy and righteous God. You know, it may be easy for us to sit back and judge Ananias and Sapphira, but in reality, we have far too much in common with them. The temptation or desire to be seen as more anything than what we truly are, the tendency to think that we can get away with our sin, the attitude of thinking of God as a buddy rather than viewing him as a father who is to be feared. The fact that the church reacted in fear even suggests that many a member of it had reason to tremble and think, there but for the grace of God go I being drug out to my grave. So what's going to keep your church on the move and prevent Satan from crawling through a crack? The fact that we know Satan seeks that subtle entrance and that we will fight against giving in to temptation by the grace of God. Being on your guard, that's what's going to help. But also, and most importantly, God keeps his church on the move, sometimes through discipline. Well, where's the grace in this passage? Where's the kindness that leads to repentance? It's here in the fact that all of us are still breathing at this very moment because we have all been Ananias and Sapphira. Maybe today you need to confess. You've been hiding something, thinking that it only affects you, but you see now how it's damaging relationships and threatening the unity of your church. Maybe you've been walking through life lately with a fairly light attitude towards God, inconsistent in His Word, and you couldn't see or hear the line approaching you 
as he comes prowling. So spend some time praying today, thanking the Father for the gift of repentance and forgiveness. And also, pray for Michael Barton and his wife Josie as they serve in Canada. And please remember the Tree Life Word broadcast in the target area of Ghana. Thank you.